The bathing cloths were too large. They covered them too much. Okay. Tipitaka, part 113, in which we will continue reading Bhikkhuni Vibhanga, and uh, we'll be reading Pakitiya uh, 21, 22, and 23. I think it's safe to commit to that. If this is your first time seeing me, you may wish to click here and start at the beginning of the Tipitaka playlist. And I think... Also, I'm going to create a playlist that starts at the beginning of the Bhikkhuni Vibhanga called Rules for Nuns. So that'll be a playlist that, uh, that starts with somewhere in the Tipitaka part 90s, whenever it was that we shifted from Rules for Monks to Rules for Nuns. Just in case, we'll see how the playlist does. Uh, maybe there's some interest in that. I know there's at least one Buddhist nun watching this. Hello. hope that you are enjoying it. And I will, without further ado, get to the reading. <clears throat> Expiation. Pakitiya 21. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Sabati in the Jetta Grove, in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now at that nun, several, <laughs> that nun, now at that time, several nuns bathed naked with prostitutes. Apparently that's not a problem. Uh, it came up before. It's just something that happens, bathing at the same time. Anyway, um, at the same ford of the river Asiravati, A-C-I-R-A-V-A-T-I. Now, Editor Edward, um, I know that this is a big ask, but could you find out where that river is and show it to us on a map? Of course. Asiravati is an ancient name for a river that has been identified with the modern Rapti flowing through what is now Nepal and the northern portion of the Indian state Uttar Pradesh. As a side note, the Chinese pilgrim Shanzan, you remember we uh, reacted to his movie last year, knew it as Achilo, and Jain texts mentioned the river as being called Aravai. Well, anyway, the prostitutes made fun of the nuns saying, quote, Why in the world, ladies, is the Brahma life led by you when you are young? Surely the pleasures of the senses should be enjoyed. When you are old, then you can lead the Brahma life. Thus will both extremes be experienced by you. 
end quote. They make a compelling argument, um, not to say that, that prostitution is a better, a better way than uh, the Brahma life. I don't think so, personally. I'll stop with the commentary. The nuns being made fun of by these prostitutes became ashamed. Then these nuns, having gone to a dwelling, told this matter to the nuns. The nuns told this matter to the monks. The monks told this matter to the Lord. Then the Lord, on this occasion, in this connection, having given reasoned talk, addressed the monks, saying, Because of this, monks, I will lay down a rule of training for nuns founded on ten reasons. For the excellence of the order, Three dots. Uh, Editor Edward, I know I'm making you do a lot of work today, but could you um, do a flashback to the time that they, that, that Lord Buddha listed out those ten reasons, rather than the Polytech Society putting it all in three dots? Founded on ten reasons. For the excellence of the order. For the comfort of the order. For the restraint of evil-minded nuns for the ease of well-behaved nuns, for the restraint of cankers belonging to the here and now, for the combating of cankers belonging to other worlds, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses, yet, and parentheses, pleased, for increasing, parentheses, the number of, end parentheses, those who are pleased, for establishing what is verily dawn, for following, the rules of restraint. Thank you very much, Editor Edward. I like to be reminded of those. Continuing, and thus, monks, the nuns should set forth this rule of training. Whatever nun should bathe naked, there is an offense of expiation. End quote. Well, all right. I mean, it was a different time. Um, now we take for granted that you can have some privacy when you're bathing, but back then, yeah, bathing in a river in front of people. I mean, men might jump out of the bushes and see the nun without any clothes on, so it seems, seems like a reasonable rule. But uh, an interesting rule in response to what happened with the, uh, the prostitutes. All right, whatever means, three dots. Next time, we'll do the flashback. And remind us what whatever means. None means three dots. Again, next time we'll do the flashback and remind us what none means. Should bathe naked means if she bathes not clothed, not dressed, there is an offense of expiation. There is no offense if she is one whose robe is stolen or if she is one whose robe is destroyed. If there are accidents, if she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer. Now, what sort of accidents would, uh, would apply here? Okay. Seems pretty straightforward. Expiation, Pakitiya 22. At one time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying at Sabati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now, at that time, 
bathing cloths for the nuns were allowed by the Lord. The group of six nuns, if you're confused, uh, that's the six, these are the six nuns, the group of six nuns. I know it looks like the Sailor Scouts, but it's not. In the, uh, the cinematic universe of Buddhist Books Podcast, that's what the uh, six, the group of six nuns look, looks like. That comes from uh, that that episode there where we assigned a uh, a cartoon character to all of the rogues gallery that we have encountered thus far in the Tipitaka. Continuing, the group of six nuns saying, "quote Bathing cloths are allowed by the Lord," and quote wore bathing cloths that were not of a parentheses proper and parentheses measure. I was going to say something, but I don't think that's their bathing cloths. But anyway, these are certainly not of proper measure for um, Buddhist nuns. Do you hear that? It's raining. Uh, most of the rain I'm here in South Goa, most of the rain uh, comes in July, but it's, uh, it's August now. So it's a little bit more exciting, like, ooh, rain, I remember rain. We had like five days of no rain, and now the rain is back. All right, continuing. They went about trailing, parentheses, these, and parentheses, in front as well as behind. The bathing cloths were too large. They covered them too much. Okay, that, that to be honest, was not what I was... Not to say visualizing, not too much, but those who were modest nuns, three dots spread it about, saying, quote, how can the group of six nuns wear bathing cloths that are not of a parentheses proper and parentheses measure? End quote, three dots, quote, is it true, as is said, monks? that the group of six nuns wear bathing cloths that are not of a parentheses proper and parentheses measure. And quote, quote, it is true, Lord, and quote, the enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, how, monks, can the group of six nuns wear bathing cloths that are not of a parentheses proper and parentheses measure. It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, and parentheses pleased, three dots, this rule of training. When a bathing cloth is made for a nun, it must be made to a parentheses proper and parentheses measure. This is the parentheses proper and parentheses measure here in length, four spans according to the accepted span, in width two spans. <clears throat> For her who exceeds this parentheses exceeds? What about if it's less? What about if it's half a span by three quarters of a span? That's maybe a, a different issue. All right. Yes, for her who exceeds this measure, uh, parentheses, measure, and parentheses. There is an offensive expiation involving cutting down. You have to cut the cloth, I assume. End quote. Bathing cloth means dressed in which she bathes. 
Right. Okay. That dressed in which, comma, she bathes. Hmm. I remember when I was like uh, seven years old, and there was uh, we had a test, and the, what the question? What was the frog doing when he said such and such? And uh, I wrote bragging, and then I remembered that you're supposed to answer in a complete sentence. So I wrote, was the frog bragging? Was the frog? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's, it's poetic. And, and the teacher, of course, wrote, you can do better than this. <laughs> anyway, is being made, is being made means making or causing to be made. It must be made to a parentheses proper end parentheses measure. This is the parentheses proper end parentheses measure here. In length, four spans, according to the accepted span. In width, two spans means if she makes it or causes it to be made exceeding this parentheses measure end parentheses in the business, there is an offensive wrongdoing. Having cut it down on acquisition, an offensive expiation is to be confessed. All right. Um, sometimes these things don't make sense when I read them, but then when I listen to them later, I'm like, well, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Right now it doesn't make sense, but it's okay. If what was incompletely executed by herself, she has finished by herself, there is an offense of expiation. If she makes others finish what was incompletely executed by herself, three dots. If what was completely executed by others, she has finished by herself, three dots. If she makes others finish what was incompletely executed by others, there is an offensive expiation. So I think all those three dotses, if you can pluralize a plural, um, like peoples, anyway, uh, that means that all of those are an offensive expiation, right? Okay. If she makes it or causes it to be made for another, there's an offensive wrongdoing. Okay. If having acquired it, what was made for another, she makes use of it, there's an offensive wrongdoing. Huh. There is no offense if she makes it to the parentheses proper and parentheses measure, obviously, right? Um, like part of the rule for murder is if you don't kill someone, that's uh, fine. <laughs> yeah, well, I figured, you know, like, right? Um, if she makes it to less than the parentheses proper measure, that's what I'm wondering. So if the, if the bathing cloth is too small, there's no offense. So the issue was that they were bathing naked, so then they wear bathing cloths. And the bathing cloths shouldn't be too large. They can be too small, <laughs> right? Men, right? These are clearly rules written by men. All right, sorry. No offense intended. It was made by the Lord. If having acquired what was made for another parentheses but and parentheses exceeding the parentheses proper and parentheses measure. All right, all right. So if someone's, someone else gives her the bathing cloth and it's too big, okay. Uh, having cut it down, she makes use of it. All right, okay. That, that Earlier it was talking about cutting it down. If she cuts it down, there's an offensive expiation, but here it's saying if she cuts it down, then there's no offense. A little confused. Hopefully it'll make more sense when I listen to this later. 
Okay, if she makes a canopy or a ground covering or a screen wall or a mattress or a squatting mat, if she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer. Okay, I really like that there's an exception for nuns that are mad. There's so many things that there's rules against unless the nun is mad. I mean, the mad nun can basically do all of the things, most of them, right, I think. Okay, so uh, moving on to number 23, the last one I will read today. Expiation, Pakitia 23, at one time. The Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatapindika's monastery. Now at that time, a certain nun's robe of costly robe cloth was badly made, badly sewn. The nun Tulananda spoke thus to that nun, quote, Lady, this robe cloth of yours is lovely, but the robe is badly made, badly sewn. And quote, quote, if I unsew it, lady, will you sew it? And quote, quote, yes, lady, I will sew it. And quote. Then that nun, having unsewn that robe, gave it to the nun to Lananda. The nun to Lananda, thinking, quote, I will sew it, I will sew it. And quote, neither sewed it nor made an effort to get it sewn. Then that nun told this matter to the nuns, those who were modest nuns, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can the nun to Lananda, having had a nun's robe unsewn, neither sew it nor make an effort to get it sewn? And quote, three dots, quote, Is it true? as is said, monks, that the Tulananda, oh, a typo, I love it. (laughs) Miss Horner uh, made a little typo, that the Tulananda, obviously it was supposed to be the nun Tulananda, so anyway, that's fun, The, the Tulananda here. Having had a nun's robe unsewn, neither sewed it nor made an effort to get it sewn, and quote, quote, it is true, Lord, and quote, the enlightened one, the Lord rebuked them, saying, quote, how, monks, can the nun Tulananda, three dots, nor make an effort to get it sewn? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, and parentheses pleased, three dots, this rule of training. Whatever nun, having unsown or having made, parentheses, another, and parentheses, unsew a nun's robe, if she is not afterwards prevented, should neither sew it nor should make an effort to get it sewn, except on the fourth and fifth days, there is an offense of expiation. Maybe they'll explain. Okay. Whatever means three dots, none means three dots. A nun's means another nun's. 
robe means any one of the six parentheses kinds of end parentheses robes. Having unsewn means herself having unsewn. Having made parentheses another unsew. Parentheses another end parentheses unsew means having made another unsew. If she is not afterward prevented means if there is not an obstacle. Should neither sew means should not herself sew. Nor should make an effort to get it sewn means should not command another. Except on the fourth and fifth days means having excluded the fourth and fifth days. Okay, based on everything we've read so far in the Tipitaka, I have no idea what fourth and fifth days is a reference to. But I have a feeling that one day we will find out. If she thinks, quote, I will neither sew it nor make an effort to get it sewn, and quote, there is an offense off of the responsibility, there is an offense of expiation. Hmm. Okay. If she thinks that she is ordained when she is ordained, having unsewn or having made parentheses another end parentheses unsew a robe, if she is not afterwards prevented, neither sews it nor makes an effort to get it sewn except on the fourth and fifth days, there is an offense of expiation. If she is in doubt as to whether she is ordained, three dots. If she thinks that she is not ordained when she is ordained, three dots, offense of expiation. If having unsewn or having made parentheses another, end parentheses unsew another requisite, uh, three dots, except on the fourth and fifth days there is an offensive wrongdoing. The robe has a higher importance than other forms of cloth or clothing. Okay? If having unsewn or made parentheses another and parentheses unsew a robe or another requisite of one who is not ordained, three dots, except on the fourth and fifth days there is an offensive wrongdoing. <clears throat> now I have to wonder, in, uh, in India, as in you know, ancient Germania, as in ancient Rome, as in present day, everywhere, basically, um, the days of the week are named after the planets or after planetary gods. And they're the same in India as they are in uh, ancient England, ancient, wherever you look. Monday is Moon, Tuesday is Mars, Wednesday is Mercury, Thursday is Jupiter, Friday is Venus, Saturday is Saturn, Sunday is the Sun. And in uh, the biblical context, they start the counting with Monday. And I mean, on our days of the week today, they put the weekend, the Sunday on the beginning and Saturday on the end usually. So I'm wondering if the day, if the counting, <clears throat> if they're counting the days of the week, the fourth and fifth day would then mean Thursday or Friday. So maybe you're not supposed to sew on the days of Guru or the day of Lakshmi, which are the Indian equivalent of, uh, of Thursday and Friday. Thor's day and Freya's day for you ancient Nordics out there, or people who speak English, Thursday, Friday. Did you know that? If you learned something today, don't forget to subscribe. All right, anyway, I'll keep reading. We're almost done. 
Um, except on the fourth or fifth day, there's an offense of wrongdoing. If she thinks that she is ordained when she is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If she is in doubt as to whether she is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If she thinks that she is not ordained when she is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. So if you're a nun and you commit to sow something for someone, you should do it. It's a wrongdoing if you don't. I mean, if you tell them to unsew it, right? Or if you unsew it yourself. <clears throat> there is no offense if there is an obstacle, right? Yeah, some big issue happens that keeps you from being able to sew. That's understandable. Unless the obstacle is like your own laziness, I presume. If, having looked about, she does not get the chance, right? Okay. It's a kind of obstacle, I guess. If she, working, lets the fourth and fifth days pass, still a little confused about this whole fourth and fifth days thing. If she is ill, if there are accidents, if she is mad, if she is the first, wrongdoer, dramatic bird chirping thrown in there for good uh, measure. Okay. Those are the three rules that we learned today. Do you remember them? What were they? Right? Mm-hmm. Unless, right? And then the second one? Yes. But too small is perfectly fine. Make it as small as you'd like. A thread, even. Um, and the third rule that we just now read? I, I don't remember it either. Oh, right. Uh, do your sewing when you say you're going to do it. Or if you have something unsewn, you should sew it unless you don't get a chance to, or, yeah. all right. I hope that you enjoyed uh, hearing me recite these rules as much as I enjoyed reciting them, at least as much, maybe more, who knows? And uh, next time I will continue with Pakitia rules 24, 25, and 26. And I hope you have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, Wonderful life. Okay, I'll go ahead and close. <clears throat> to the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all be.